Hey everyone, and welcome to the latest episode in our ongoing Disneyland series uh, for the month of June. This week we're talking about dining at Disneyland, and in this episode we are talking about our 12 favorite snacks at Disneyland that you must try on your next visit. Now, uh, before we get into the details of that, just want to remind everybody we are giving away not one, but two five-day, four-night packages at the Disneyland Resort. And if you want to learn how you can be one of the lucky winners, all you need to do is go to wdwinfo.com slash Disneyland, and you'll see a nice big banner link thing there that will tell you take you to the contest page and explain all those details to you. So wdwinfo.com slash Dis- or I'm sorry, w- yeah, wdwinfo.com slash Disneyland. And you might be a lucky winner. We will be running those contests through July, announcing the winners of both trips on our 10th anniversary show, which is July 25th, 2016. We're broadcasting live from the Cirque du Soleil Theater at uh, Disney Springs. So with that, let me introduce you to who is at the table today. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Our associate producer. Yes. The host of the Disneyland edition of the Dis Unplugged, Tom Bell. Hey, folks. Our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. The lovely and talented Mr. Corey Martin. Just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) And back on the controls, associate producer, Oliver Green. Hello, everyone. So. uh, Do we have to eat all 12 of these snacks? Well, we did. (laughs) We did. Um we, uh, this was by far, you know, for somebody we're watching his diet, this was the most challenging part of this event for me. Um, because, you know, I got, I know I'm going to have to do this and I'm going to have to talk about it. And so maybe I ate a little more of this stuff than I needed to. But when it's that good, you, I, I, th- some of this stuff. Now, we're not putting these in any... What? It's funny, because halfway through the trip, I remember you coming to me saying, all right, Corey, you need to tell me to, when to stop eating. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm going to really tell Pete, no, you've had too much. <laughs> I'm going to take that away from you now. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I don't know what I was thinking. They didn't do it when I was drinking, so they're certainly not going to do it when I'm eating. Um, this is in no particular order, because I, I don't think every one of us feels that these were our... You know, every one of these was our favorite snacks, but uh, we couldn't narrow it down past twelve. That's how many of them there were, um, and everybody's got their favorites. And we're going to start with one of Rhinos, mm-hmm. um, and this was at the Cozy Cone, which is in the Cars Land section of Disney California Adventure. Yeah. And what was uh, talk to me about uh, this this snack that you were so. Damp over. What's all right? Um, what was the what's the official name of it, Tom? I just call it the 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 cheese cone that I love. But it's not cheese cone. Do you know the, the official name? Which one? The mac and cheese. Well, whichever. Mac and cheese bread. The bread cone. The right? bread cone. Is that just yeah. what they're yeah. called? Like I don't the, know. I was too busy eating them to yeah. the stop chili and cheese read. one. Is the chili con queso? Okay, so they're yeah. just, I didn't know if there was a blanketed name for all of them, but they are these amazing bread cones. They You just hold it like an ice cream cone, and they stuff it with whatever your imagination will have. And it is... Not whatever my imagination will oh, have. I don't know. <laughs> um, 
But uh, so mac and cheese. Um, and this is something I heard about. Um, they throw me out of the park. <laughs> Can you stuff this with? <laughs> um, that's the after hours radiator springs. Yeah. Um, they had them at Disney World for like a day once, and I as soon as I read about them, I went to go get them, and they were gone already. And they're like, "Well, they have them in Disneyland," and I was like, "Oh, great! I'm never going to go to Disneyland." And of course, I did. And when I went there, I went straight for this place, and oh my god, they're so good! Bread cone. They've got. They'll fill it with like mac and cheese, or there's the the one that has like um, chili and fritos with chili and fritos on top. Oh my gosh, so good! You said there's a pulled pork one now too. There's I a pulled pork one. one, and then there's the chicken with the green sauce. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. and oh. they're just. I like any sort of food item where I can eat everything that's being held in my hand. So if I can eat the receptacle that the food comes in, I'm a happy camper. Uh, we sh- really should preface with this. Most of the things we're going to talk about, well, not most of them, this some is, of them. I'm sorry, but this is the guy who will eat the styrofoam from McDonald's. So, yeah, it yeah. has happened. <laughs> Stuff like the cones. Some normal human beings would probably consider this a meal on its own, yeah. but we just consider them snacks, so that says a lot about this. Yeah, I, I, I am always like, oh, here's a snack, and they're like, oh, is that well, your you, lunch you today? To, you you have to face. stand up to eat it because you can't really set it down on the table, so it's a snack. Yeah. If you can eat everything that you're holding in your hand, <laughs> snack. That's that's my definition of a snack. That's why I often will hold pot roast whole in my mm. hand and just eat them like that. That's why I like bone in ribeyes. Yeah. <laughs> we have a picture of that. We have a picture of Corey doing a King Henry VIII routine with a bone in ribeye. Um, yeah, Rhino really lost his stuff oh over gosh. these over these bread cones. Yeah, um, and really was a big fan. I just feel like they're a unique. They're they're cool, like something different. You know, it's it's normal food. Like mac and cheese is a normal thing. You know, you've got your chicken with the green sauce, kind of a normal thing. But they like brought to you in a very unique and creative way. It's great theming. Yeah, yeah. Lots, lots of fun stuff at the Cozy Cones. The Cozy Cone is definitely like the best area. And those lines get long snacks, too, don't yeah, they? For yeah, those they those places, pickle popcorn. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, all right, um, the next one we're going to switch over to Tom Uh-oh. because uh, this. Uh, this surprised me because I ended up oh, really, one, really okay. liking this. Yeah. Uh, Will Perry and I, um, who are not seafood eaters, over at the Cove Bar, also in California Adventure. This is in the Pacific Wharf area. This is above the Ariel's Grotto restaurant, the Cove Bar. Um, and the one thing they're famous for, actually they're famous for two things. One is their secret drink menu. But the other thing they're famous for is the lobster nachos. Just big plate of chips, lobster, black beans. Um, it's just like a spicy cheese sauce on. It was so good. It, it's it's one of those, like you told me about this last year when I first came to Disneyland. And it was one of the one things in the list of things I wanted to do that I didn't get to. And, you know, I was like, oh, man, that's a lot of hype after a year. And you get to those nachos and, like, there's a lot of lobster on them, too. And it's, and it's good it's, lobster. It's real lobster. And I asked yeah. about that. I, I, yeah, and not being a lobster aficionado, um, I've had lobster a couple times and hated it. I, you know, I guess, you know, and I was eating it in good places, um, but I found it rubbery and chewy and just not, I didn't like the texture of it. I don't eat seafood. I'm not a seafood eater. But, you know, I, again, as Rhino said, you know, we've heard Tom rave about these things, so I'm yeah. like, let me see. If they're that good, how about somebody that doesn't like seafood? And I don't know what fresh lobster tastes like, but I would imagine this is it. Uh, it was not chewy at all. It was just, it was really like, it was delicious. And, you know, 
I think if it was just a lobster and nothing else, I probably wouldn't have liked it so much. But combined with the other flavors mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the nachos and the sauce they put on and all the other things they put on it, I got to be honest. I mean this. I would absolutely make a point of going back there to have these. And, and you know, not from a standpoint of doing a show about it. But I did. I, I got in uh, just by myself and... Well, I didn't order them. Uh, I sat next to somebody, and they didn't finish theirs, and they offered them to me, and I ate theirs. <laughs> no, no, please. I swear I did. Uh, I could, they couldn't go to waste, and there was still a lot so of lobster on What did you do? Sit there like some stranger? You're going to finish that? <laughs> no, she offered. So I was like, sure. I'll eat it. She must have, you must have been like looking over her shoulder or something. <laughs> no, I, I, I sat it. at the bar. Did you sneeze on them? <laughs> Started licking the chips. <laughs> Would you like one? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. No, by all means, here, have them. That's really what happened. She didn't look creepy. So, but Kofar, the lobster nachos. Um, these are one of Tom's like Those really are... big. Got to do it. Got to have it. Yeah. Legendary snacks. So, um, next up, I think many of us are on board with this list. Uh, the Jolly Holiday Bakery mm. at the end of Main Street in the Disneyland Park had this. I did a lot of damage in this place. Oh, yeah. Because I kept going back. Okay? I kept going back. Um, for me, personally, number one, the Matterhorn Macaroon. This thing, it's shaped like the Matterhorn. And we actually have a picture that's up right now of us holding it up. Uh, with the matter, the actual Matterhorn or the Matterhorn attraction in the background, not the actual Matterhorn, just <laughs> Disneyland's Matterhorn. Um, and this is like this coconut macaroon with this white chocolate mm. top that you take, and it's so moist. Oh god, because that's Rhino's favorite. <laughs> not word. eating them ever again. Now. If you really want to get on Rhino's good side and your side, and you're on Twitter. Tweet him oh, please, the no. word moist. Oh, God, no. <laughs> what um, is it? What's his, what's his Twitter? Or succulent. Oh, yeah, another one of my favorite. Oliver loves these words. Um, loves but it was, it was. It was this, like, really moist, delicious macaroon. So next month when this goes up, Brandon's going to get all these random tweets that he doesn't mm-hmm. know what's going on. I'm going to fly out to Disneyland before these videos have time to make it so I can just eat as many as I can because I'm never going to be able to eat them again now. <laughs> Absolutely. Does anybody disagree with me that ate these? That these were not superb. Oh, no, they, they were. Gr- I don't normally like like coconut that much um, flavoring. I guess um, I don't dislike the flavor, but it's just not a thing that I was like, oh, coconut macaroon. Man, eh. when it's done I right, it I like and, it. Oh my gosh, so good. Yeah, these were done right. The other thing, and the Corey, this was a this was a big hit with you. Was the grilled cheese and tomato sandwich? Se- and, and, yeah, the seemingly grilled- a very simple dish, but well, it was a grilled cheese, but it had a uh, tomato bisque, and it was so good that the spoon was way too small. So I just had to pick the cup up and drink. <laughs> it was really good for everyone out there like me that doesn't know what's a bisque. It's more of a like a creamy, like it's a, like a creamy soup as uh, opposed to as a, as opposed to more of a water based a soup, a bisque. Is more of a cream, a cream base. Okay, I find that I enjoy. Like, I don't like tomato soup. I tried some of this tomato bisque, and I really enjoyed it because of that. Because it's the texture is a little different. Yeah, yeah, it's delicious. It was absolutely delicious. Um, one thing that we discovered, we we uh, Rhino, Steve Porter, and I had gone back to the Jolly Holiday one night. Yeah, to do some vlogs. 
Do some and, food research. <clears throat> food research. <laughs> I just, you know, I wanted to try a few different things. You know, I wanted to like see what else. Like, okay, yeah, I know that the grilled cheese and the macaroon were really good, but let's try a few other things. So, um, we tried the. Uh, there was a strawberry bunt oh, cake. My God. Um, that. <sighs> I just. It was. You want to talk about that M word? That was that. Like that was <laughs> that was that moist <laughs> that cake was. Dense. Moist and uh, I just it Dense felt like with moisture. They had flown in the best baker in the world to have made this thing that just all all those flavors came together so well. And the I, strawberry. And I, I, I got to like, and, oh. and I and I I say this in all sincerity. I constantly questioned the validity of my opinions on food this entire trip. So I was going back to a lot of these places, sometimes two or three times, and trying these things again because I'm like. Okay, is it consistently like that, or did I get lucky? Yeah. And same thing with with these things, the macaroon, the grilled cheese, the strawberry bundt cake, and the next item on our list, which was the 60th anniversary cupcake. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I I don't get it. I I, I just sat out there tasting this stuff, saying, why why can't we do this? Why can't we do this out in Orlando? I don't get it. But Not to mention where we sat while we were eating, like the Jolly Holiday located on the corner where it is, and at night they have all those string um, lights up the, outside. Yeah, that the, it was just the, like string lan- lanterns up, and then you've got the the, the Matterhorn yeah. there in the distance, and Tomorrowland, the castle all lit up. Yeah, it's that's an experience in and of itself. But you know, a lot of times, you know, we've talked about this where you have a location at Disney that has this really great view and this great aesthetic. And you're distracted from the fact that the food sucks. Yeah, um, that's not the case here. You've got the view, you've got that ambiance and that atmosphere, and then you have these. <coughs> I mean, we didn't try everything on the menu, but these four things were really good. Leads me to believe that the rest of it's probably pretty good too. Um, awesome, awesome bakery. This is at the end, uh, end of Main Street on the left. That, uh, I, I want to say that cupcake though, because you, you mentioned the cupcake. I am very particular about cupcakes and it is definitely one of the best i've ever eaten no question it it wasn't it looks it like if you've had disney world cupcakes they're not the same this one just all the frosting was very light the cupcake itself was very fluffy and it had a filling in it and it was like is that the um was that the 60th anniversary when you're talking about yeah it almost it almost looks too pretty to eat right it was it was hard you're like i don't want to attack it like this and and i also think it looks like very sweet but it actually was it wasn't overly sweet it was it was just the right balance of flavors for that, and I think that's incredible that they can mass produce a cupcake that's 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 yeah. you know that good. Um, the other place on our snack tour, also in the Disneyland Park, just a few few doors up from uh, Jolly Holiday Bakery, is the Candy Palace, and I got a great opportunity um, to get into the the kitchen where they're making they were making. Um, uh, 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 I'm drawing a blank. Rocky Road. Rocky Road. And watching them make the Rocky Road from scratch. Now, I didn't actually have any of the Rocky Road, so I can't speak to it. But what was really like bizarre for me was this guy who's been there. I forgot his name. Oh, um, oh man, you say it in he's one of the videos. He's been there too. for like 38 years. Um, he's He's the head... A baker, the main baker for the Disneyland Resort. All the recipes go through him. All the processes go oh, through wow. him. Um, 
And I watched this man make the marshmallow for the Rocky Road. And, you know, look, I'm 51 years old. I'm a fairly intelligent man. It just, in all my years, never occurred to me that someone has to make marshmallow. <laughs> it just never occurred to me. It's just that thing, oh, I need marshmallow. Let me go to the store and buy it. Yeah, like, what um, is marshmallow? Who knows? Well, and that, but what he was explaining to me was that the what they have to do to marshmallow that you buy in the store in order for it to stay, have a shelf life, really changes texture and, and flavor. And he gave me a piece of the marshmallow he had just made. And it was like nothing I'd ever tasted coming oh, out wow. of the store. And so I know one of the videos going up, our video, we have a video of the Candy Palace. And I think we're probably running some B-roll over me talking about this process that you can kind of see. But we have a video going up from the Candy Palace that kind of shows some of this process of him making this marshmallow and, you know, getting the getting this big sheet of Rocky Road ready for sale the next day. And it was just kind of cool to watch that process. So, Is it Rob? Is that the name of him? No. No? No. I'm just like trying to look up random candy no. names. I really apologize because he was so nice to let me into his kitchen and film him. Um, but, uh, so, but two of the things that really stood out to us that we did try, that we loved at the Candy Palace, the 60th anniversary cake pops mm. oh, were, first of all, cake on a stick. I mean, why isn't there a Nobel Prize for that? It's not even like again the whole walking and too, eating thing. thing too. Yeah, yeah, the stick it makes it easier, so you feel well, less you bad know, about you know just. Rhino and I are women on the go. <laughs> we have to have our our food on a stick. When you're in a, a or, or bread woman, you yes. have to be when you're a successful to... independent businesswoman, you know you one have to does juggle. Want to keep the hands clean? You have to juggle, not mess up the nails. Um, so, um, the 60th anniversary cake pops were. Like particularly good, as was uh, Tom uh, talked about the English toffee. Oh, the English toffee is awesome. Um, Mary Jo, who we talked about, loved the English toffee. He recommended it, so I grabbed a bag of that. So good. I, I believe that's made in that kitchen as well. Yeah. I think that's oh, yeah. made on location yes. there. Yeah. Not the, everything in the Candy Palace is made in that kitchen. A lot of it is, though. But a lot of yeah. things are. And of course, if you're there at the holidays, yes. Why don't you tell them about that? Homemade in-house made candy canes. <gasps> yeah, like. Oh, and that, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, is what in the gay world we refer to as clutching one's pearls. I love <gasps> candy canes. <clears throat> so throughout the season, they'll make them there at the Candy Palace in Disneyland, and then across at Trolley Treats at California Adventure. They alternate, and several times a week they'll be making candy canes. And these are very hard to get, they and are- people line up at like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. To get because they're first come first serve. First come, well, no, you, you, you get in line, you get a get a ticket, and you can you can buy two. Oh, really? Man. I was thinking, process, like, let's huh? go out yeah, there and get some, yeah, and then bring no, them no, back no. for it's Christmas. It's a process, and they're like they're like mutant Jurassic candy canes. Yeah. I mean, these things are huge, right? They're not like yeah. oh, little no, no, ones. No, no, that did you have one trade. when you went? Yeah. When you went this last Christmas? Yes, that's one of the benefits of doing a uh, Christmas time. Adventures by Disney Vacation with Dreams Unlimited Travel. No, it was Dot I got com. to have them. They I still have one in my cupboard actually that I can't like I'm saving it for a special occasion. I'm sure it's stale by now, but these things Do they, you, I don't think candy canes go stale. <laughs> I think they get a little they get a little they get chewy after a while, not as hard, but you could still always eat them. 
but at least that's from my my childhood. You they're can. amazing. They're out of this world. Love them. Craig uses his to do tap dance routine. <laughs> a T for two. A two for T. That's all. Putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. I I, figured I just tee that one up for you and let you hit it. <laughs> Got to go watch Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, Mel Brooks, you'll understand the reference. But uh, all right, moving on from Candy Palace, let's talk about why Rhino was given the name on this trip, the Lady Julep. Talk about clutching your pearls. <laughs> all we heard all week, Mint Julep, Mint Julep, Mint Julep, Mint Julep, Mint Julep. You even had a vlog up about. I that. was having a bad. The first day we got there, like we were, we had a couple meetings and stuff, and and I went with Steve a couple times, and we kept trying to go get the Mint Juleps, and Disneyland has a weird. In Disney World, they'll keep anything open to like an hour after the park to get you to spend as much money as you can. I said in Disney World, right? In Disneyland, they close they close their like food, almost all food things, like two hours before the park closes. I did mm-hmm. not know this. So every night I'm thinking like, we can do it. We're going to get that mint julep. And every night I would get there, the window would close five minutes mm-hmm. before for like three or four of the nights. And, and I was just like real defeated that I wasn't going to get my the appropriate amount of mint julep within my blood system. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm happy to say, though, that I did. After finding out Cafe Orleans had the, once you order a mint julep, they just keep filling it up. That that made me, that rested it easy. Also, I should let people know that uh, this uh, during this week where, you're, where this show is being released, we are also releasing a series of videos where we prepared some of our favorite items mm-hmm. from the trip in my kitchen here in my home. And the mint julep is one of them. Yes. And it's going to be the best. It's just, I, if you can't, if you don't go into Cafe Orleans, because I I just made it sound like you can only get it there, you got to go to the mint julep window. It is a staple of Disneyland. Craig introduced these to me on my first trip, and you can get your Mickey beignets and the mint julep, and, and just all will be right with the world for the two minutes it takes you to drink that drink, and then all the problems come crashing back in when you're done. But it's get, always my final breakfast. The last day that I leave Disneyland, I always have to have Mickey beignets and a mint julep. See, it's it's, just... it's my nighttime routine. I got to go in. The sun's got to be down. You know, the California air chills down at night. And you just have one of those, and you just people watch. You look at the lights. You look at the stuff there, and it's magic. And he always has a very large hat on. And my parasol. Though. And his parasol <laughs> yeah. that says the lady julep on it as he sips his mint julep. It says, oh, every charmed, now, I'm sure. Every now and then I go into his song. Nobody knows what it means. <laughs> <laughs> just sit in Disneyland. <laughs> Delta Dawn over here. Um, you know, May 30th is National Mint Julep Day. Oh, setting it in my yep, calendar right, right now. I'm not it. even kidding. National Mint Julep Day. And of course, these are mint juleps without the alcohol. It's Disneyland. They don't serve alcohol in the park unless you're in Club 33. But um, Someday. So, coming down to the last two locations and snacks that uh, are on our list uh next up is um a crossover because this also made our top counter service restaurants but uh also has great snacks we kind of talked about them in the counter service portion of this uh which was uh, whitewater snacks at disney's uh, grand californian hotel and the nachos we, we, we got to go back to those nachos um again big bowl of chips and not just chips. These are freshly made tortilla chips, which, I mean, you don't get on nachos. True. Um, True. 
steak. And the steak is actually steak, steak, as we pointed out before, yeah. The cool thing is you can get steak and carnitas. What is carnitas? Pork. Pork, okay. Why don't you just say pork and start trying to be something you know? <laughs> don't beat your potlay, Tom. <laughs> we get here from southern, well, not from southern, we're from middle California. It's Tom Bell Suarez. <laughs> get you from California, but you don't have to speak like some of them. Oh, oh, oh. oh wow. Bye, California audience. It's Craig at. <laughs> um, no, but the nachos were, I mean, yeah. absolutely, absolutely superb nachos. And Tom had mentioned in one of the previous shows that uh, that particular location is real easy to get to. If you're in California Adventure, you just come in the entrance into the Grand Californian, which goes right into the park, and uh, you're just right around the corner. Yeah, and yeah. you're right there at Whitewater Snacks, and you get these nachos. So, very good. Um, finally, uh, we head over to the Disneyland Hotel for Trader Sam's. Um, Must do. And the Chinese long beans. Oh, oh yeah. With the sriracha. The sauce, yeah. Uh, sriracha uh, roulade, um, which is, again, these panko-crusted, panko crusted, panko bread crusted. Long beans that are deep fried, and then they have this real spicy. It's a it's sriracha, it's a sriracha marmalade dip, mm-hmm. and you just keep dipping and eating and dipping and eating, mm-hmm. and then you order more of them. And again, really cool place to go hang out. Um, don't even bother looking for a table inside, unless you're getting there the minute <laughs> yeah. they open. Um, even outside, it's hard sometimes. Even outside, it's hard. But the Chinese long beans, I mean, a lot of stuff that they're serving, a lot of the snacks that they serve, the bar food they serve at, at Trader Sam's is great. But this one is like the the one we all seem to yeah. gravitate towards. It's like the signature. You go there, you, you definitely have at least a plate or two or three, four on your table for those. That's definitely the... You got to go to, it's like the thing we do when we go there. We go to Trader Sam's. We get that thing, you know? Yep. And it's a, it, it is. It's like, it's tradition now. Yeah. It's tradition. Been doing it ever since we started going to Trader Sam's. So, but, uh, so that is our list of 12 snacks you must try on your next visit to Disneyland. The bread cones at the Cozy Cone, uh, lobster nachos at the Cove Bar, the Matterhorn macaroon, grilled cheese, strawberry bunt cake, 60th anniversary mm-hmm. cupcake at the Jolly Holiday. The 60th anniversary cake pops and the English toffee at the Candy Palace. The mint julep and the beignets at the mint julep bar. The nachos at Whitewater Snacks and the Chinese long beans over at Trader Sam's at the Disneyland Hotel. So that will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're not too hungry. And we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, go to Disneyland. Disneyland.